Dr. Burke says if you gather together with your loved ones this Thanksgiving, then you better assume you have COVID-19. And it looks like we may have another autonomous zone on our hands, but this one makes a bit more sense. And Time Magazine has released their Person of the Year nominees, and the left is going to be thrilled. We've got all that and much more coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Hillary Kennedy. I'm filling in for Sarah Gonzalez while she's out on maternity leave. Hope you had a great holiday weekend. You know, I think a lot of people took a step away from their televisions and their devices and took kind of a little break from the news cycle. But today is a great day to get back into it because a lot went on over the weekend. So we're going to be talking about it today with Glenn Beck, host of the Glenn Beck program. Thank Thanks. You. Glad to have you back in studio. Nice to be here. And Mr. Eric July, host of For Canon's Sake and Blaze TV contributor. All right, so let's start off with Dr. Burke. So she's saying that Americans who gathered at Thanksgiving, they need to just go ahead and assume that they have COVID-19 and get tested. She said, you know, some of us may have made some mistakes over the Thanksgiving period and has a message that what, what? You, know, you should just assume that you have it. So let's take a listen to what she had to say. So if you're young and you gathered, you need to be tested about five to 10 days later, but you need to assume that you're infected and not go near your grandparents and aunts and others without a mask. We're really asking families to even mask indoors if they chose to gather during Thanksgiving and others went across the country or even into the next state. And if you're over 65 or you have comorbidities and you gathered at Thanksgiving, if you develop any symptoms, you need to be tested immediately because we know that our therapeutics mm -hmm. work best, both our antivirals and our monoclonal antibodies work best very early in disease. Mm -hmm. okay, I feel on safer this. already. <laughs> Who the hell are these Martians? Who are they? First of all, talking down to us like we're children. Now I know you probably made some mistakes. I didn't make any mistakes. I was aware of who I was around. I didn't go and, you know, I, was, I wouldn't have invited any of my grandparents or my parents if they were still alive. Wouldn't have done it. We're, we're all thinking human beings. And where was this lecture after the thousands oh, and thousands of people gather in the streets? Where was the, you young people, you might have made a mistake while you were looting, mm -hmm. but you just, you should check yourself into a hospital right now. Where was that? Where was that? Yeah. I don't buy any of this bullcrap anymore. Do you think they're trying to set us up, uh, like kind of manage expectations for Christmas so that they can come at, at us with these same oh. kinds of things saying, you know, Christmas is canceled, essentially? I am telling you, uh, I, I'll be at the airport on Christmas and, I, and I'll, I'll be there early and often. They tell us <laughs> we're not going anywhere on Christmas. Oh, I'm going. Oh, I'm going. Xavier, what do you think, Aaron? Yeah, like it's this sort of soft sort of communistic socialistic idea that has been adopted um, obviously long before the pandemic but certainly during the pandemic by way of government officials where they treat everybody as if they are the exact same that was the whole mask thing anyway was that you treat everybody and you assume as if you have it. you assume as if you're sick regardless of how healthy you are regardless of uh, if you have been sneezing coughing none of that matters everybody wear a mask um, well, isn't, every, that the, isn't that the progressive way now, though? Yep. I mean, that's the way it is. You, you are guilty Absolutely. until you prove your innocence. Yeah. You're sick until you prove you're not. Well, I mean, this, this is, 
This is so against human nature. That's why Marxism is so damn evil, because it goes against yep. everything in human nature. Mm -hmm. the, you you want to build an economy around this? Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was so creepy that they have those apps now that can show you if someone close to you or close to where you live has had COVID-19. No. It's just the creepiest. No, I mean, China, they've, you know, they've got it perfected to where they can show you who's around you that you shouldn't talk to. I can't wait until we get those that, apps. Yeah, won't that be exciting? <laughs> All right, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Andrew Cuomo. So he had the <laughs> Supreme Court rule against him in favor of the Archdiocese of Brooklyn and two Orthodox Jewish congregations in a religious liberty case dismissing, and he says he dismissed this ruling as not having any practical effect uh, because the religious groups still have to follow New York City's rule of limiting religious services to 50%. He said this ruling on religious gatherings is more illustrative of the Supreme Court than anything else. He said it's irrelevant of any practical impact because the zone they were talking about is moot. It expired last week. It doesn't have any practical effect. The lawsuit what? is about the Brooklyn zone, and the Brooklyn zone no longer exists as a red zone. That's what muted. about Christmas? What about in two weeks no. when you're saying we got to close down? This is so crazy. That guy, do you know he's being considered as Times Man of the Year? Oh, and I got he'll get later. it. He'll get it. You know he'll get it. The, this guy is out of control. And thank God, five to four. Thank you, Donald Trump, for Amy Coney Barrett. Mm -hmm. The the uh, the uh, prevailing opinion was the Constitution doesn't play a role. Sometimes it plays a role all the time. And Gorsuch actually eviscerated him for making that and saying, oh, it's, you know, it's, it's irrelevant anyway, you should drop the case. Gorsuch said in his, in his opinion, wait, so they'll have to come back later if you do it again? These people have spent all their time and irreparable harm is being done. No, don't do it anymore. The scary thing is that it was five to four. That's yeah. too close. Mm -hmm. If anything else, this should have but been a straight shot. But it's only the first amendment yeah it's only the first <laughs> exactly <one. laughs> it's it, it, it that's the scary thing is that it shouldn't have been anything close now look i would think anybody no matter where you're at on this issue i've talked about this many times on the show the post keeps getting shifted time and time again there is no, nothing temporary this is why it's actually important now more than ever to acknowledge that this stuff is wrong because all they will continue to do as cuomo's done as we see what gavin newsom does done been done uh, all across the country where it's this continuous kick the can uh down the road well it's only temporary and then they come back months later well, we're going to shut it down um again i know last time we said if you just shut it down for two weeks uh, we were going to get on the other side of this psych is basically what, what they said. <laughs> so th th that's the frustration. Like we're entering. Do y'all not understand how we entered into a a new flu season? We're about to enter into 2021. We're almost going on a full year. March is like not that far away. It's about to be December. Keep that in mind. You got January, February, March. And here we're back where we were last year. None of these provisions, none of these, uh, everything that they said was supposed to work. There's no proof that it has worked there or anywhere no else proof. Uh, uh, no across proof. the country. If they still continue uh, to implement it, and God forbid, if I'm uh, Glenn questions it, then we're anti-science. Did you see the, uh, was it the CDC that came out this weekend and said, there is there was no rise in the overall death rate in this year no rise and then 
suddenly, oh, we didn't say that. John, it was John Hopkins. That's yeah. what John, was. John Hopkins. Yeah. John Hopkins, they had published it, and then they said, well, we took it away. We had to retract the article because of the spread of misinformation. I'm like, y'all were the ones that said it. What, and they never really specified, like, what was incorrect about what was said. They never resp- uh, disputed her. I can't remember her last name. It's on the tip of my tongue. They never res- uh, disputed what she was saying, probably because she was correct. Mm-hmm. And then they just retract. Why? It's like, what, what, what? you don't want the public to have that sort of information. They're like, we'll put it down at the bottom of the page on this little PDF if you still want to see it. But where the original article was, you can no longer see it, which said exactly that, that definitely in terms of percentage, we're seeing a decrease in basically everything else, not just the influenza and heart diseases and everything else. And it's like, are are they being misapplied or certain things being applied to COVID-19? COVID that was really her conclusion at the time. And then they retract that, which is a, a very freaky thing that like good that should be good news right yeah. like oh it's not as deadly yeah. as what we yeah. anticipated why would you not want that information because out? the 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 god's honest truth on all of this is covid is real it is a real disease it's a real sickness it wasn't made in a lab i think it actually escaped a lab but it was an all an accident but it is the vehicle on which the global governments are all riding in to make all of their changes. Mm-hmm. Biden uh, appointed uh, jo- John Kerry as his <laughs> green czar. Mm-hmm. Now remember, the last time we had a green czar, it was Van Jones, okay? Mm-hmm. It wasn't somebody as stodgy as Mr. Ketchup. <laughs> um, it, it, this guy is a Clinton kind of crony. He's going to be the one that is actually putting the handcuffs around America because he's the one that's going to bring in the Great Reset. And he he spoke about it, I think, last week. And he was asked by the World Economic Forum, is is are we expecting too much from Joe Biden to actually move this ball, the Great Reset ball down the road? And he said, no, I think you're expecting too little. He said it's going to happen faster and more dramatic hmm. than anyone expects. By the way, that's our special on Wednesday all about the Great Reset. Oh, that's going to be good. Well, so a lot of people were upset with Amy Coney Barrett after this ruling to uphold religious freedom. People were calling her Amy COVID Barrett on Twitter. (laughs) You know, uh, I was upset at her because I had to give her a standing ovation and I didn't want to get up from the couch. (laughs) I mean, she is a hero. Remember, it was Ginsburg. They just did this with Ginsburg at the court, and it was 5-4 the other way. Now it's 5-4, and it's all because of Amy Coney Barrett. Mm -hmm. And thank God somebody is watching over the Constitution, because you know John Roberts ain't doing it. Yep. Well, and I talked about this in the intro. This is really interesting. A Staten Island restaurant declared itself an autonomous zone that is free from Governor Cuomo's business-killing coronavirus restrictions. It's Max Public House. It's owned by a guy, Danny Presti and Keith McElarney. They said they're not going to abide by the restrictions enacted by Cuomo or Mayor Bill de Blasio. We have a clip of them talking about it. Let's take a listen. It doesn't seem like we can do business. So here's what we're going to do for everybody. We're going to give everything away for free. 
So now you can come to Max Public House and you can eat for free and you can drink for free. We just ask that you do make a donation towards us so that we can still pay our bills. Other than that, we're still here. You think you scared me by building the fact that you're saying I don't have a license now to serve liquor? Well, guess what? That little liquor license is on the wall. If that liquor license is going to come off the wall, it's going to be done by Cuomo. You want to come down here and pull that license off the I wall? Well, at the Bozo, you want to come down here and pull that license off the wall? Feel free to end up coming down and we'll have a conversation before you even think about stepping foot on my property. I will not back down. I love it. I love it. I, 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 no, seriously. Been waiting for these. I guys. love it. And we've been saying it on the show. I said this probably does not end until there are mass forms of this civil disobedience seriously because they think it's a joke they can get away with whatever it is that they want to get away with if there are these mass and it's going to come from the smaller businesses not the the walmarts of the world or anything I walmarts mean, are all yeah, those they're complicit huge corporations are all in on it exactly they're complicit it's going to come from those small business owners the bars the restaurants if they come out and they say which a lot of people love to give their money to a lot of people love to eat at if they come out and say look man we're going to operate how we were operating this is enough it's been eight nine months to hell with this the more we get of that the better off that we're, we're going to be and that's i believe when we get on the other other side of that and you want to talk about america in, in terms of culture there's nothing more american the than reason that. why they can get away with this is because generally speaking americans we all just kind of want to get along we all don't we don't want to be in arguments we don't want to set things on fire we just want our life you know what i mean and so we will put up with it yep. but it is high time we stop putting up with all of this stuff is there is there a soul that actually believes a guy that had no ground game none had four people at his rallies in giant circles there was no one that was excited got 15 million more votes than Barack Obama in 2008. Is there a soul that believes that actually happened? No. And we're going to sit here and we'll take it and we'll get another election that'll be just as corrupt because they can get away with it. The level we allow them to play at is the level that they will rule us. Mm -hmm. We cannot show them that we are going to sit here and take this over and over and over again while they dismantle everything we love. Yep. Kudos to, to uh, Max Public House. We love what you're doing. Absolutely. And by the way, people like that, you know, the Walmarts, they're the big guys. Who cares? 70% of all jobs are created by small entrepreneurs. Th those are the people that have the real power. Yep. If they just stand up Absolutely. together. It's a great reminder. All right, so we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. You know, it's the season for giving, and Patriot Mobile is back with a brand new Christmas promotion just for you. Until December 19th, get a Samsung A11 for yourself and for someone close to you. That's two phones, absolutely free. Or you can bring your own phone and get a free month of service. With Patriot Mobile, you get the same nationwide coverage because they use the same towers as everyone else. Plus, they have plans to fit any budget. And Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They take a portion of your bill and they help supply Bibles for kids. 
Now, switching's easy. You just go to patriotmobile.com slash news or you call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. And veterans and first responders save even more. So go and check them out. The same service, a lower price, and they celebrate Christmas too. Hallelujah. Get free activation and a special gift with the offer code NEWS. That's patriotmobile.com slash news. PatriotMobile.com slash news or 972 Patriot. We'll be right back. What happened? The Pennsylvania Supreme Court. So they struck down a lawsuit late Saturday that challenged the legality of a new state law that allowed voters to obtain an absentee ballot for any reason. Commonwealth Judge Patricia McCullough, she issued an injunction last Wednesday after Republicans made an emergency request to stop the certification of Pennsylvania's election results. So the central claim of the lawsuit, it was that Act 77, it was a law passed in October of 2019, that it violated the state constitution by allowing voters to obtain absentee ballots for any reason. But the state constitution, on the other hand, specifies only a limited number of reasons for which an absentee ballot may be cast. So McCullough later issued an opinion on Friday saying, you know, the, peti the petitioners would likely win on the merits of their case. But the Pennsylvania High Court, which is controlled by a 5-2 Democratic majority, they unanimously dismissed the lawsuit, ruling the challenge came too late for a reasonable legal remedy. Well, let's see if I remember right. Couldn't challenge prior to. Now we can't challenge after. Please, Mother, may I challenge at any time? Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully the Supreme Court will take this up. And I don't even care if it changes the outcome of the election. But John Roberts is such a wiener that there's no way he's ever going to take this on. Even if even if they came wearing T-shirts, the whole thing's a fraud. <laughs> we're screwing you and we're lying to you. He'd still say... I think these are good, honest people because he doesn't have the balls to do what's right for the country. And what's right is to go by the Constitution. When it comes to elections, the states have constitutional parameters for that. You can't just change them. We argued that prior to nobody would listen. Now, I guess it's too late. Yeah. When is it time? Mm -hmm. When is it time? Well, I mean, I guess, first of all, they got the results that they wanted. And, you know, it, it, when it comes to judges, and I think a lot of people are seeing this happen this year, not just with judges, but other, like, officials that people deem as, like, unable to be corrupted. You expect them to, okay, this is clear cut. Your job is to operate with full objectivity. Unfortunately, that's not the day and age that we've lived. I don't know if we've ever lived in that day and age, but certainly not now where everything is like as polarizing as. So you can imagine if your doctor is uh, or certain people have an opposite. Man, I'm reading all these new stories about people. My doctor is an idiot. I'm having to leave. This doctor's thing has turned him into a complete crazy person, this whole COVID thing. And it's a real thing. It's like Trump derangement syndrome, I believe, is, is absolutely real where it goes all the way up. Two, yes, your, your judges, which have a lot of power, probably too much, and they get to dictate what the actual rules are, no matter if it's hypocritical, no matter if it goes against whatever precedent that's was set. Not I know their job. I know, we know, we know it's not true. It's not, but that's how they operate. And I think a lot of folks are seeing this how, like, wow, how could these institutions be so, so corrupt 
to where we know this is what it is and you get it and you say, nah, this really goes against my opinion, not whether it be your constitution or whatever law that right. they, they say that they're supposed to be acknowledging or abiding by. This is more just purely uh, in, in just opinion. And they're like, well, I want to rule it this way. And that's the way that that we're going to rule it. They can be just as corrupt as any other the, position the in America. The fact that they're, they're saying, yeah, you probably win on the merits of the case, but I don't know, a little late. Wait, excuse me. What does the Constitution say? They could read the Constitution just like we could read the Constitution. Uh, Your Honor, we were saying this before the vote. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go by the Constitution because that's your job. Yeah. Also, Glenn, you had guests on today that believe that there is still some solid proof of voter fraud. Do you think that they've made a, a good case? I haven't really heard their case yet. They're, they're, they're all eating around the edges. I had three uh, people uh, on today. One is from the Amistad Project, which has been working two years to just monitor this election. They say, and this is a former state attorney general from Kansas, he said, we got a dead to rights. He said it is it is corrupt through and through. Um, uh, you know, I had a couple of other people. I'm trying to remember who they were, but I had a couple of other people on that also um, are tracking this and say it, it, you, this is a this is a this is the biggest fraud ever perpetrated on the American wow. people. I don't know if they're going to be able to prove it. I haven't seen the evidence. They talk a good game. But let's see the evidence. And if there's if there is evidence, but it doesn't rise to the level of we all know that's right beyond your gut, mm-hmm. your intellect says that's right. Um, we have to accept the the outcome of this election right. and move on. But I have to tell you, if there is fraud and the evidence shows that there's fraud and I don't care if the highest court comes out and says this isn't you know because technically it's this or technically it's that or we're just too big of wimps to actually do what's right the american people if it's provable verifiable hard fact evidence that this was fraudulent american people cannot sit with it they can't or we lose the republic i agree All right, we've got only about two minutes to talk about this, but uh, a founding member of the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation has been slamming Joe Biden and accused him of capitalizing on the defund the police movement. Uh, It's Dr. Melina Abdullah. She's basically saying, you know, you capitalized on our efforts to defund the the police and then tried to condemn the words at the same time. She's saying Democrats aren't supporting the defund the police movement. Movement, And she's also upset because I guess Eric Garcetti is in contention for a position in a potential Joe Biden cabinet, and they don't want him to be considered oh. for Secretary of Transportation, Housing, and Urban Development. They always do it. They, they, they try to tell these fools that they were being utilized as useful idiots. You know what I mean? And that's, Democrats were smart enough to utilize them as exactly, exactly that. But the you question know. is, which one wins in the end? Yeah, that's the truth. And wow. I, I, I think this is actually the maybe the silver lining in all of this, because maybe they'll destroy themselves or we at least get to see it play out or people that are on the outskirts that look at be, be it the Biden campaign or Biden and his cabinet or in Black Lives Matter as a movement and as an organization maybe they can look at this as they sort of bow it out like y'all are both crazy as hell like why would I want anything to do with that we'll see yeah 
All right, so we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Keeps. Because have you noticed that your hair, it isn't looking as full as it used to? Because losing your hair, it is no fun. So let's talk about some options. You can go to your doctor for a hair loss treatment prescription. Then you can visit the pharmacy and then try not to go broke just to avoid going bald. Or you can try Keeps from the comfort of your Lazy Boy at home. You'll get the same doctor-recommended FDA-approved hair loss treatment. But Keeps offers the generic versions for about half the cost. And one more thing that you're gonna love about Keeps, it's all online. You just answer a few questions, you snap a few pics of your hair, and then a licensed doctor will review your information and then recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. And then it's shipped directly to your door. So why make unnecessary trips to the doctor and the drugstore when you can do all of it from home? So let's get you started with a special deal. Go to keeps.com slash why. That gives you 50% off your first order of Keeps hair loss treatments. That's keeps.com slash why. We'll be back in just a minute. Time Magazine has released their Person of the Year nominees. <laughs> and as you might guess, they are extremely left-leaning. Uh, so let's go over some of the people who are nominated. Let's start with Governor Andrew Cuomo. Hey, I mean, he did force nursing homes to accept coronavirus patients, and a lot of bad things happened there, but he did get 35% of the vote. Uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmer also nominated. She got 19% of the vote. Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams? Yeah, Stacey Person Abrams. Person of the year? She got a 59% approval rating on the poll. Interesting. Donald Trump, 8%. Uh, Vice President Mike Pence, 3%. Kamala Harris, 68%. Joe Biden, 64%. AOC at 38%. Bernie Sanders, Nancy Pelosi, Elizabeth Warren. Now, there were 6% of people who voted for Justice Amy Coney Barrett. She tied with Cardi B. <laughs> the rapper Christ. also got 6%. God, help us. God, help us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Are now, monkeys in my butt on that list? Isn't this, I mean, it's unbelievable. Now, Dr. Fauci, he was the highest rated individual. He had 81% of people voting for him to be the 2020 Person of the Year. Um, there's a couple of others. Colin Kaepernick got 29% oh approval gosh, rating. 61% of voters believed that Black Lives Matter activists should win the honor. Oh my! The World Health Organization was given a 32% yes vote. Now, I would move to Canada if Canada wasn't so effed up. <laughs> I mean, there's no place to go. There's no place to go if you want freedom. Isn't wow. it bizarre? I mean, I, I'm trying to think of who the very first time person of the year was. Um, well, they've oh, made it Hitler and Mussolini. Yeah. So they've got they got good good company. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. No, the Cuomo thing is perhaps the most insane part to see how you know you were talking about this, Glenn. How it's almost like we're in this like different dimension where we're looking at this and we see Cuomo demand that yes he's always on TV he's getting an Emmy as well international Emmy if you didn't <laughs> Emmy yeah, I lost my mind <laughs> when I saw that he's getting that as well but we know that New York handled this possibly the absolute worst 
particularly with the obvious nursing home, uh, just sending out little ticking time bombs in the nursing homes and killing off all of these all of these old people, which was a policy ushered in by him. That's that's on his that blood is on his hands. And for people to still see this man as good, just never mind the businesses that he's de derailed. I'm pretty sure, sure was Gavin Newsom on there as well. It seems like they're fighting each other to try to compete as who's the most most garbage. But it's amazing because I look at this and I'm like, how can anybody look at Cuomo as even a good person? Like, seriously, like, mm -hmm. I would think maybe this man is evil. You did the worst. Like, that's not my opinion. Like, that's what all the data says. It's say not is. even that you mm -hmm. did the worst. It's not like I tried my best, but I turned out the worst. No, 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 <laughs> no. He knew what he was doing when he put ticking time bombs <laughs> yeah. into the nursing homes. The guy, it's like saying... You know who the person of the year should be? I mean, it's Germany, 1941. What do you say about the guy who built the gas chambers? I mean, right. or yeah. the guy who just closed the gas chamber and blocked everybody in. Cuomo knew he was going to kill and he knew he was killing. Why did he make that decision? Mm -hmm. Why? Most likely because of big, big uh, spenders uh, of, the, of the hospital ring in new york called him up and said andrew 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 we can't have this okay i'll just kill old people instead yeah wow it's frightening I, and i will say there were there were a couple on here that i thought weren't were you know made sense essential workers they got an 81 percent rating and then firefighters came in at 54 percent because we've had an insane year of Fire. So anyway, the final results, they're going to be announced on December 10th after way, time editors select the winner. Can I, did anybody see the Macy's Day Parade this year? I did. I did. <gasps> I, 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 I thought I, I mean, I thought I, I thought I needed lithium or something to be able to stay sane. First of all, no pilgrims. No talk about how great America is. No, no, no. They had the Indians, but the Indians were there to give a blessing on Turtle Island so it c the land will be sustainable. Okay. Uh, so it's stolen <laughs> land. Well, what's Turtle Island? North America. They were trying to tell us that North America is actually Turtle Island. Wow. I don't know. It's a continent, not an island. Uh, <laughs> let's just stop there. They had the gay pride parade people. They did everything except say a nice thing about America yep. or a nice thing about the pilgrims or why we really do it. And my God, if I hear NBC lecture us about how the holidays really are about being together and then two seconds later <laughs> saying, stay away from each, each other. other. I, I mean, I, it's it's like they're intentionally trying to drive us insane. Yeah, no, I agree. I felt the same way watching that. All right, so this is a huge story today. Um, a top Iranian nuclear scientist believed by the Israeli government to be the mastermind directing Iran's nuclear weapons program in the early 2000s. He was killed in a targeted attack Friday outside of Tehran. So it uh, was Mosin Fakhrizadeh. Um, they said he was killed in an act of state terror, and there are serious uh -huh. indications of Israeli involvement in his death. Yeah, notice that story started with the Israelis say he was a terrorist. There was the Israelis say. No, the whole world knew who this guy was. His job was to miniaturize 
uh, a nuclear um, warhead to be able to fit it on top of an ICBM to ship it over here. This guy, they never allowed the UN to ever meet with him. Everybody was really clear on who this guy was. He's a terrorist who wants to use nukes. I don't know. I'm pretty okay. I'm pretty okay with it. I'm sorry. When Iran decides to join the actual, well, I was going to say sane world, but we're damn crazy too. <laughs> the minute they, they, they declare they're no longer going to export terror, they're no longer going to round up gay people and just shoot them or shove them off of buildings. Then we'll talk about standards. In the meantime, I don't believe a damn word you say. We know who this guy was. Bye bye. One less dirt bag. Yeah, the Iran thing is that it's always interesting because obviously me and other folks, we want that conflict, not just there, but in the rest of the Middle East to be resolved. But what Iran shows you is that it's one sided in a lot of this and that it doesn't seem like they are as much interested as in like the people like myself sitting at the couch saying, hey, I'm tired of war and sending friends over to uh, have to be involved in all of these issues. So it's a lot more complex than what even myself, the armchair libertarian can can say um, or any even anybody else. There's a lot of evil people out there. I will tell you, though, I think that this wouldn't have happened if Donald Trump won the election. Mm. I don't think because it it may have been an Israeli operation. Probably we were involved and I don't want to be in other people's business either. But with Biden coming in and with his record of, hey, let's just take one hundred and fifty billion dollars and drop it by on the airport for you. um, That that's insanity. They will cozy up to these guys. And I think this is somebody either in Israel or in Washington or in both going Guys, in 60 days, these guys are going to have all of the faucets opened up for them. Yep. We got we to gotta minimize the damage that they can do. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out for Israel. All right, we got to go to break. We'll be back. Stick with us. If Trump was still in office, mm-hmm. it would be fine for Israel. Yep. But I bet you it wouldn't have happened. At all. In a recent interview, the CEO of Whole Foods, he was blasting socialism. Really interesting. He's saying, you know, these kinds of policies increase poverty. Let's take a listen. They talk about trickle down um, wealth, but socialism is trickle up poverty. It just impoverishes everything. And uh, that's my fear. I mean, that's my fear that that the Marxists and so academic, the academic community is generally hostile to business. It always has been. Capitalism is the greatest thing humanity's ever done. We've told a bad narrative and we've let the enemies of business and the enemies of capitalism put out a, a narrative about us that's wrong, it's inaccurate, and it's uh, doing tremendous damage to the minds of young people. We have to counter that. So that's the CEO of Whole Foods, John Mackey. So his clientele, the average Whole Foods shopper, do you think he may have lost some devotees with those comments? They have no idea. They have no idea. You would, in a socialist country, you would never have a grocery store anywhere near Whole Foods. That is the free market at play. They find and source the food. 
and they get the products that the people want, not not some government agency telling the supermarkets what to order. You'd never get that <coughs> variety, that selection. I'm old enough to remember what the Soviet Union was like. I remember when the wall came down and we saw their supermarkets for the first time and it verified everything you had ever heard about the Soviets and the, and the socialist system. He's absolutely right. And quite honestly, the people who are eating tofu, and I say that with respect because my daughter eats tofu, but the people who are on the tofu, I think it's just tofu in, tofu in their head. They have absolutely no idea what life is going to be like. Yeah. None. Yeah, um, I think the most important thing, he's right. I believe, you know, a lot of people in the libertarian community, he spoke with um, uh, as well. And, you know, they're pretty rock solid on that. But the most important thing, I think, in what he said was what he talked about with the academics. Um, a lot of folks, I think, I think it's because a lot of family members, teachers, professors and what have you. But I have long made the argument that that's the most rotten institution in America. And that's where a lot of these youngsters, like exactly what he mm -hmm. said, we're talking folks my age. I'm only, I, I'm born in 1990, right? I, I, these are folks my, I'm the AOCs of the world and younger. That's where they pick all of this trash up, mm -hmm. right? So if you want to, and, and I said this long before today, that if you want to take an ax to this, this youngsters adopting socialism until you dress, address public education in both yep. K through 12 as well as the university, you're going to get nowhere. That's where the filth is at. And those academics have been putting this poison in this youngsters, youngsters head. And until we address that, they will continue so to churn this stuff out. Here's the problem. The I mean, you saw Nike this weekend come out and say, ah, well, the Uyghur slavery, it's not so bad. We can still have our shoes made by those slaves. I mean, these companies are part of it. The the justice system is part of it. The media is part of it. Um, uh, the universities and all the way to kindergarten is part of it. The CIA State Department, do you trust them? This whole country does need a reset, but not one that gives them more power, yeah, exactly. but one that says, you know what? We're selling that building. All of you guys get, get out, out. your fire. <laughs> yeah. That's what needs to happen. Amen to that. Absolutely. All right. So remember Greta Thunberg, the, the young teenage environmentalist and activist. Mm. All right, so she issued a warning to shoppers on Black Friday, which is you know the biggest shopping day of the year. And she said, don't buy stuff you don't need. Oh. She said it was time for children oh. to skip something they do need education by tweeting school strike week 119. Today is Black Friday. Overconsumption is wrecking present and future living conditions mm. and the planet itself. Don't buy stuff you don't need. Well, that <laughs> is a cute little bumper sticker, and I'm glad she could share it with us. Um, who are you to tell me what I should be doing? Look, I, I agree. We, we are over. We've over commercialized everything. It's good to cut back. But if you don't want to cut back, you don't have to cut back. Right. You know, I'm sick and tired of these people. First of all, one thing that kids don't need in education. Well, I support that as long as it's this kind of crap that they're being taught. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing yeah. makes so sense. so true, telling kids to, to take a school strike. and uh, Ridiculous. Uh, yeah, All I mean, they're yeah, doing I, is training new, 
advocates. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's exactly what it's all they're that's, doing. That's perfectly put is that's exactly what they're trying to do. New, new advocates, new young people to sort of March without, without pay. Yeah, without not even, well, some of market pay. But uh, a lot of them aren't to just regurgitate whatever nonsense it is uh, that, that they want to say. But it, I can't think what she is saying kind of goes back to what uh, Brother Man of Whole Foods was saying and the sort of demonization of, of consumption um, as well. Because I can agree that there can be overconsumption, but also I understand economics enough to say that some people are benefiting in this idea of this economic circus, like the whole eye pencil so, sort of effect. When people buy, you have the, whether it be the employers that are benefiting on the people that took took place in, uh, let's say, making the actual product, the good or the service. These are good things. These are people living standards in some way, shape or form that are being lifted. But when you look at it, economics as like this sort of ro- robotic crunch of numbers uh, and not as human action like it actually is, then, yeah, you end up saying stupid stuff like that. You know, this is why in 72 we had Bretton Woods 2. Bretton Woods 1 put the world on the dollar standard and America was going to be on the gold standard. 1972, Nixon gets rid of that. We have to have Bretton Woods 2. That agreement was we'll consume and because we'll consume and you guys can make things, we'll be sending all of that money over to you to bring you out of poverty and create an American standard of living around the world. And the world cheered. They cheered. So don't talk to me about consumption Mm -hmm. because there's somebody who's made all that stuff that didn't have clean water five years ago. That's so true. Well, you know, she's she said a lot of things that I think have made children really uncomfortable and panicked. It said there's a survey that found that children have been suffering with anxiety from things that Thunberg and other climate change activists have been saying. Oh, man, but you can understand that. Like, imagine being a youngster and then you have everybody saying that the world's not going to exist mm-hmm. when you get older. Of course, that's going to freak you out. But that's the propaganda at work. That's it. Well, it's not necessarily propaganda unless it's coming from the government. But, you know, it's this fear mongering at work. But of course, they're going to be freaking out like and that's what makes it so evil that they that they do that. Right. No, never mind that they've been wrong at every turn. But if, that's what that's what happens. If you were my, my kids, people have said to be jokingly, some half jokingly, I'd hate to be your kid coming home every day and hearing how the whole thing's going to fall apart. But here's the difference. My kids, and I think generally people in the just that are not in the left, they believe in the power of the individual, the power of the individual choice, the power of God. All of these things are like, yeah, it could happen, but it doesn't have to be yeah. mm-hmm. if you choose not to. They're saying we're all dead <laughs> in what is it now? Eight years? Are we oh, eight no. years away right. before they reset it again? Yeah, she said by 2030. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it will all basically just not too long be ago, burned man. down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're right. You these people, their message has zero hope. No, I mean, hope. that's the bottom line. It's godless. Yeah. And it and it rejects human nature. And it undermines the individual. Like yeah. that's the biggest thing is that it undermines the individual. So it gives these people like that's what I love about liberty. And I love about being a libertarian is that that accountability and that responsibility, this idea that my world can move if I move it for myself. And, mm-hmm. and just the idea, have you not ever looked at things Something simple, I'm trying to, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but something really simple that you just bought at the store, it's a new kind of thing that changes your life, and it's cheap, and you're like, how did I not 
think of that. Mm -hmm. That is the idea of the free market, that anyone can think about, I've got a problem, this doesn't work quite right, and I know other people that feel that way too. Mm-hmm. Try this, yeah. and it catches on. Yep. That, that's the power of the free market. It is. So take advantage of Cyber Monday. It's still going on. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> all right, we've got to go to break. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I think all the Cyber Monday stuff lasts till midnight. So. Yeah. All right, we asked you last week, would you comply with another lockdown? 4% of you said yes, 41.5% of you said no, and 53.8% of you said hell no. That's good. I love <laughs> it. Right. I love, absolutely love it. The no's are probably more like the yes's. Because yeah. they'll like, I'm not going to put up with it, but then they will. Yeah. Right. The hell exactly. no's. They're like that group. All right, our question today, what are you most worried about, COVID-19, a Biden presidency, China, or automation? I say Biden presidency. Uh, that's it. Just because of the more of the economic stuff, I'm not scared of and the liberty stuff. stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, technology, not automation. Technology scares the hell out of me. Yeah. Because of what we're seeing and how it's crushing free speech right now. But uh, that all stems from the left, and Biden is now the head of the snake there. Yeah. Super scary. All right. Well, you guys have a great day. Thanks for Thank being you. here. Thank you. Should be good. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.